side of sports right here on the Voice of America. Friends, we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the April 12th edition of the sunny side of sports. The Men's Basketball Africa League is staging two more games on Tuesday in Cairo, Egypt. In the opening contest, Petro de Luanda of Angola is playing Cobra Sport of South Sudan. And that will be followed by a game between defending champion Zamalek of Egypt and the Cape Town Tigers of South Africa. Petro and Zamalek won their opening Nile Conference games by big margins over the weekend. Petro trounced Cape Town 90-61, to while Zamalek defeated Cobra Sport 80-63. to Voice of America! VOA English Radio is broadcasting special coverage of the second season of the Basketball Africa League. Africa's premier men's basketball league is set up in three phases in 2022. Last month, Sahara Conference games were played in Dakar, Senegal. This month, we have Nile Conference games in Cairo, Egypt. And next month, we have the Basketball Africa League playoffs in Kigali, Rwanda. The top four teams in each conference advance to the playoffs. How has the Basketball Africa League impacted development of the sport on the continent? That's the question Iron Mike Mbonye posed to the head coach of Nigeria's national under-18 boys basketball team, Humphrey Onyanabo. This is one of the biggest or the greatest things that happened to basketball development in Africa. This league comes with a lot of positivities marketing, sponsorship, finance, and money in the pockets of um, the players. It's a very big development. The NBA sponsors everything about the league. It sponsors teams, it sponsors players, it ends up giving uh, allowances to players, and it sponsors teams to championships. So it's one of the big, biggest things that can ever happen in Africa. And for me, I want to say a very big thank you um, to the NBA who has deemed fit to do this because with this our players and our basketball is going to develop because uh, there will be a lot of exposure that these players have been watched all over the world and um, scouts will see them and this will enable them to play for bigger teams outside Africa. What are your expectations of the six teams that will take part in the Nile Conference of Basketball Africa League Season 2? I don't really see much of them um, upsetting the defending champion Zamalek of Egypt, but I know that uh, the Petro de Luanda of Angola will give the, the Egyptians a run for their money. As the coach of Nigeria's national under-18 boys basketball team, do you think the Basketball Africa League has opportunities for this category of players to excel? I'm very, very elated about this season two of this league in the sense that it gives a lot of opportunity to young, growing African talents to participate um, in this event. 
because this year event you have almost each of the teams you have um, players from the NBA academy drafted into this team from here in Nigeria we have three of our players who presently play and who, who presently are members of the um, NBA academy participating you have Ruben Abuchi Chinyelo he plays for CF CFMV of Mozambique and you saw him playing the third game yeah, he had over six points and um, four uh, rebounds you also have uh, Joy Ebo Vaja who played for Reg of Rwanda and in this night conference we will see our own Emmanuel Eberechukwu Okorafor playing for a sport for cash of the Democratic Republic of Congo as you are aware Ruben Abuchi and uh, Joy Ubovaja all played for the Nigerian um, on the city national team 2019 where I took them to Kibar and they come to So this is a very wonderful development for kids back home. It's telling you that if you're able to put your head down, the sky is the, begin, uh, is, is, is the starting point. Coach, what would be your advice for young players to excel in the game? I'll just give one, one, one quick answer. It's discipline. Discipline, discipline, and discipline. That's Humphrey Onyanabo, the head coach of Nigeria's national under-18 boys basketball team. And he spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Port Harcourt, Nigeria. The Basketball Africa League is back. Voice of America joins forces with Africa's premier men's basketball league to bring you the second season of the BAL. 38 games, 12 teams leaving it all on the court in Senegal, Egypt and Rwanda to determine the 2022 season champion. Tune in to VOA 24-7, FMs and to our radio and TV affiliates for some action. Pre-game, play-by-play, post-game. Daily highlights delivered by our finest commentators. Basketball Africa League 2022 on Voice of America. May the best team win. Basketball Africa League 2022 is a partnership between the International Basketball Federation, FIBA, and the National Basketball Association, the NBA. Two NBA teams, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Sacramento Kings, have fired their head coaches, as we hear now from the AP's Gethin Coolbaugh. Two seasons after guiding the Lakers to their 17th championship, Frank Vogel is out as the head coach in Los Angeles. The Lakers went 33-49 and and missed the playoffs this season. Vogel finished with a 127-98 and record in three seasons with L.A. The Kings also moved on from their coach as they dismissed interim Alvin Gentry after the team missed the playoffs for an NBA record 16th straight season. Meanwhile, on the night the Atlanta Dream drafted Kentucky guard Ryan Howard with the number one overall pick. WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert says the league is working very hard to help bring detained star Brittany Griner back to the United States from Russia. Gethin Coolbot. Thanks, Gethin. In more NBA news, Cameroonian star Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers has put his name in the league record books as the first international player to win a scoring title. Embiid ended the regular season with an average of 30.6 points per game. 
He's also the first center to win an NBA scoring title since Shaquille O'Neal in the 1999-2000 season. Another big player with ties to Africa, Giannis Antetokounmpo of the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks finished second in the NBA scoring race. Giannis averaged 29.9 points a game. He and the Bucks are getting ready for a first-round NBA playoff series against the Chicago Bulls. And Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers will face the Toronto Raptors in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Hello, listeners. My name is Sheila Omurebuyungo, uh, KCCA Volleyball Club head coach and national team uh, head coach for the Uganda Volleyball Cranes men. Listen to Sony Side of Sports on Voice of America. Coach Sheila has broken some big gender barriers in African men's volleyball. In this encore sunny side of sports feature presentation, Magume Davis Raka Winge tells us more from Kampala, Uganda. Uganda national volleyball team, the Cranes coach, Shira Omorigwe Buyungo stands at the center of both Kampala City Council Authority Volleyball Training Ground for both males and female teams. She may have a soft mother voice, but instructions sink so deep in the minds of players, males and females. One of the players here is Varun Anyu, a receiver attacker. Varun says she has developed so much since she started training under Coach Sheila Buyungo. You have to learn very many positions. You don't have to be specific, specific in one position. So I've learned to receive, to attack, to move. Very many things I've learned from her. She's more than a coach. She's a mother. She's a sister. She's a friend. She's a person you can lean on in time of need. Even in times of problems, she's a person you can run to and she'll be there for you. For her, every game you play, you have to analyze how has the other team beaten you? How have you beaten? What are the things that has made you beat the other team? You have to come back and analyze all those things that you prepare for the next game. And every training session, you have to prepare better for the next opening. You go hard for the next game. Sheila Buyungo made history in Ugandan sports last year after she was appointed the first female to manage the Uganda National Volleyball Men team, the Cranes. And her first task was to guide the Volleyball Cranes at Africa Volleyball Championships in Kigali, Rwanda, where Uganda was to play Africa Volleyball greats like Tunisia, Egypt and Cameroon. National team call was, 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 was during COVID. So imagine volleyball was out for two years, and then the Federation says, ah, they've opened up, we're going to play. Now you're, 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 you're planning to play a qualifier of people who have been against people who have been training, people who have actually played in, uh, in the Olympics. So for them, they've been in season. So that's what came to my mind when the technical director, Tony Lacony, called me and told me um, decided to, you're going to coach the men's team. I was being informed. The way he asked me, I was being informed. I was not being asked. She did not disappoint as she helped Uganda clinched the fifth position after beating host Rwanda in a highly contested match. But how did it start? Sheila used to volunteer to coach females 
playing amateur volleyball upon her return from the US where she had also engaged in volleyball activities as a player and as a coach. It is then that Mel's at local club, Kampara Amateur Volleyball Club, KVC, invited her to help them hone their skills. I thought it was one of those things again where it's our joke. Um, so they told me, but we're serious, you come and coach us. So I told them, okay, I can do that only if you follow my rules. They're like, rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at that point when I said it, I guess also me, I didn't really think, you know, it was going to be like, hey, come and coach us, like seriously. So I accepted. And the first thing I did, of course, was share my rules. I actually went back home and sat down and drew up the rules. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I saw that folder recently in my drive and I laughed. Wow. So I drew up what I call the Sheila rules. <laughs> wow. Basic things. These include time management, respect and commitment. Wait, 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 wait. One of the male players here, Onisima Simuhumuza, says he's enjoying playing under Sheila Buyungo's instructions. We face our challenges as players, yeah, but mothers. You say mothers, they are the soft creatures, I would say, on this planet. Men coaches, they are somehow tough, you know. But she's like, no, calm down. Eh? I'm not that tough. I'm not the tough coach you would see. I've enjoyed being around her as a mom. You know, even if you go in homes, dads are the most feared people. So if I would say to men who are coaches, you would consider and see that. KCCA volleyball assistant coach Alex Mugoda says he too is learning from Sheila's time at the club. There are some things I like from her and the, the principles. She's this woman who is principled. If she says something, it means that. If she says I want this, that's what she wants. And the other thing I want with her is time management. Myself, I've been a coach for some good time. I've trained teams, I've coached teams. But time management somehow, somewhere defeats me. But for the time I'm working with her, again, I'm learning more to be a time manager than her of that thing that she puts in me. Shira says it's not an easy task coaching males as a woman. But she says she sets guiding principles for herself and the players. No, it's okay. Watch the ball. One, 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 she tells players, both males and females, to practice just like they are playing in the finale in the next game. One of the players here, Unus Amron, the KCCA and national team captain, says that's a routine she has gotten used to both at her club and the national team. She's helped me see sport not just as a fun thing to do, yeah, but uh, as, uh, as something that can mold you into a responsible citizen. She's helped me realize you can actually grow while playing volleyball. Yeah, it has taught me how to be responsible for my actions. Yeah, because with Coach Sheila, you have to take responsibility for each and every action you do, whether it is on the court or off the court. Just like the rest of her teammates, Eunice calls Sheila a friend, a mother, and a mentor, someone that has nurtured her become a better person.
Shira rose to prominence last year when she was appointed to head the Uganda national men's volleyball team, the Cranes, becoming the first ever woman to manage a national volleyball team on the African continent. Yet, she started the game at a later stage in her life. In fact, Shira was summoned the national team which had never featured for any club. At that point in time, my dad wanted me to focus on school. I also didn't play for the university team, but I was always training. It's like I always wanted to make myself better. I wasn't fighting to be on the court playing. I was just trying to see how do I get better. I would watch people playing, and I'm like, oh, I want to play like that person. Uh, and I was small, so I never, you know, set these goals of I want to spike and Norris worked on playing, working on my defense. I want to be a good defender. Eventually, she played for local club, Kampara Macha Variable Club, KVC, and then for the University of Bridgeport in Connecticut, US, where she honed her skills, both as a player and a coach. Ending up in coaching uh, was also unplanned, but I enjoyed it because um, in, the, in the US, they, they use a lot of statistics. They use a lot of numbers, a lot of analysis of what you're doing to give you feedback on, you know, how many passes you're making, you know, those numbers drive you to get better. They speak to you. So that's something, when I was grad assistant coach, that's one of the things I was doing. I was tracking the players' numbers while on the bench and giving feedback. And I think that analytical side of the game is what now drew me to the coaching. Shira obtained further coaching training from the University of Leipzig in Germany. But she says it has not been an easy job coaching the opposite sex. Recently at the qualifier we just attended, because some of them were very surprised. Remember the first game they asked my captain, she's your coach? Like when I came to sign. And he stood and looked at them, yes. So it was that shock of, oh, because I was the only woman at the championship. That shock of, oh. And you know, just the players know what I can do. Technically, they know what I bring for them. So for them, it's not an issue. Normally, it's when you first go somewhere and people are seeing you and they are wondering, like, what is she doing here? But then you get over that. Defender Onesmas Muhumuza says male players here have mutual respect for Coach Sheila. Any player who has been trying to hold back, she has been there, you know? She comes to you, she talks to you, feel free. She's like, feel free with me, eh? I'm a lady, I know I'm a lady, but feel free. Eh? Talk to me, I will handle. If there are many issues, she'll be like, talk to the coach who's a man. So, but we have worked with it, we have dealt with it, and it is moving on very well. Yeah, we don't see her as a lady, no, we see her as a coach. She reaches you personally. If it includes calling you, texting you, she will do it just to make you improve. Yeah. Edward Buenje is the assistant coach for KCCA. For him, Coach Sheila is very principled, very determined, committed, and uh, she's a person who would want somebody to achieve. Somebody who is ready to achieve, she's there to support. Shira advises other women in sports, players, coaches, and administrators to always have confidence. Just empower yourself, the opportunity will come and you'll show what you can do. And I know my people, it's not about, you know, I'm a woman, you're a man, so it's me against you, no. Just do what you can do to the best of your ability and the rest will just fall in place. Coach Sheila Buyungo says she's grateful for a supporting family she has. She says she believes Uganda has very talented volleyball players to compete at a global stage. For the sunny side of sports, I am Mugume, Davis Rwakarinjini Kampala, Uganda.
Maxwell, host of Music Time in Africa. Join me every Saturday and Sunday for an hour of awesome African music. Like to stay on top of new music trends? Breakout artists? New releases? Maybe you just love the classic styles and artists of the past. Or simply the sound and feel of a good beat. Whatever your pleasure, you can get it every week right here on Music Time in Africa. So join me on your local FM station, Saturdays and Sundays at 1500 and 2000 UTC. Thanks, Heather. As the Voice of America celebrates its 80th anniversary year, this historical note about music time in Africa. It's the VOA's longest-running English-language program. That's right. Music Time in Africa was founded in 1965 by the late, great Leo the Music Man Sarkeesian. Leo died in 2018 at the age of 97, and I think his spirit truly lives on at our VOA headquarters here in Washington, D.C., as well as through Heather and her Music Time in Africa program. In European club football, the Spanish teams Villarreal and Real Madrid are hoping to advance to the UEFA Champions League semifinals this evening after winning their first leg matches. VOA's Gwen Ooten joins us now with a preview. Sporty greetings, Gwen! Sporty greetings, Sonny. Via Real entered the first leg of last week's Champions League quarterfinals as underdogs, but they pulled off a surprising victory over six times European Cup winners Bayern Munich. The last time Via Real reached the Champions League semifinals was in 2006, and ahead of Tuesday's second leg match, Coach Unai Emery said his goal is to get through to this year's semifinal round. Emery says we are not satisfied just to be here. Our goal on Tuesday is to get through. We know that is very difficult, but I will try to find our moments and act naturally within a very demanding game. Last week, Bayern Munich came up empty-handed in their first Champions League away defeat in five years. But ahead of hosting Tuesday's second-leg match, Bayern coach Julian Nagelsmann said his team will not play the same game twice. Nagelsmann says we made many mistakes in the first leg, but Villarreal have made one mistake, to leave us with a second chance. We have all noticed that Villarreal could have scored more goals, but they didn't. We can live with that, and we should bring that to the pitch on Tuesday. Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel was very critical of his team following last week's 3-1 home defeat 
defeat against Real Madrid. And ahead of their return leg in Madrid, Tuchel said it will be nearly impossible for Chelsea to recover from their first leg setback and his side must overperform to turn the tide around. Maybe not the biggest chance given uh, given the first the first game's result and given uh, uh, the, the, the competition and, and the opponent and the, the stadium we play in. But uh, we, never, we, we never manage our input and our effort and our, our belief by the chances we have for a result. We, um, we never did and we, don't, we will not start, start tomorrow by uh, giving less because, uh, because it's very unlikely that we make it. Um, it is unlikely, but it's worth trying, and we will try. And trying, trying means that we will uh, we will play to our fullest, and we will play to to the full limit, because this is what we do, and we never manage our in, input and investment by by the chances of having a, a, a result. So, this is what it is. It's a it's a it's a big night, and it's a big match, and and uh, we will try to be in a better um, better shape and uh, in a better condition like in the first match. Real Madrid are hoping to extend their record 13 Champions League titles. And ahead of Tuesday's clash with defending champions Chelsea, Real coach Carlo Ancelotti said he's not falling for Tuchel's concerns about their upcoming match. Ancelotti says, I think everyone has an opinion. I think Chelsea is coming here to fight and to get through. They know very well it's complicated, but they will try. That is the spirit of football. Above all, the spirit of big, strong teams that never give up. All four teams will not give up as they compete for a spot in the semifinals that will be played over two legs at the end of April and in early May. And the UEFA Champions League final is set for May 28th at the Stade de France near Paris. And that is all from me, Sonny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my VOA colleague, Gwen Uden. I'm VOA Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Go beyond the daily headlines with VOA's Flashpoint Ukraine. Each weekday at 1935 UTC, join me, Steve Miller, as I put the latest developments into a global context with interviews and analysis. Listen online at voanews.com slash flashpoint or in your favorite podcast player. This is Larry London, the host of VOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin. Hello, Larry. How are you? Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. I encourage our sunny side of sports listeners to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. 
My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. Once again, that address, facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Once again, my Twitter handle at VOA Sunny Sports. Hi guys, I'm Ferdinand Omanyala, the fastest man in Africa. African 100-meter record holder. And now you're listening to Sunny's Side of Sports on The Voice of America. Ferdinand Omanyala is scheduled to test his speed Wednesday in Johannesburg, where he'll race one of South Africa's top sprinters, Akane Simbine, over 100 meters. Both men could be competing for international medals later this year. Simbine says, and I quote, it's a championship year. It's for us to go out there and be ready for the championships. We have the African championships coming up in June. We have the world championships in July in the USA. And we have the Commonwealth Games in August. Those are three big competitions for me. And Sambine adds, that's where we want to be racing at our best. For his part, Omanyala was racing at his best at last year's Kip Kano Classic meet in Nairobi, where he clocked an African record of 9.77 seconds for 100 meters. The 2022 Kip Kano Classic is scheduled for May 7th, and there will be another big event in Kenya the following day, May 8th. The inaugural Uhuru Classic Nairobi City Marathon will be staged, Organizers say the marathon will be run partly on the Nairobi Expressway, 25 meters above other roads, giving a unique view over the city. Organizers say they hope to attract 100,000 runners to the Nairobi Marathon within the next five years. And that wraps up the April 12th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side of sport.